we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for December 4th, 2016. And I'm just going to continue with the videos because each one of these has something different about this particular subject that is noteworthy. And this one is the pizza-related pedophile ring Pizzagate. Uh, about, looks like about eight minutes here. Hello, so I'm continuing the series uh, on the pedestrian Clinton-related possible pedophile ring. I'm calling this the alleged pizza-related pedophile ring, and how the pedestrians and Clintons are connected. Here's a restaurant called Terrasol. On their website, they have a photo of Hillary Clinton with what I assume is the owners. When you scroll down the page, you see a heart symbol. This type of heart symbol has been identified by the FBI. The thing about it, we've kind of covered this, but this shows you in much greater detail these symbols. It's much more uh, up close on the picture, so you can really, if you were doubting it before at all, you can look and see. It's Hillary Clinton. It's it's the woman love symbol or whatever, uh, child woman love or symbol right there as the logo for this establishment and Hillary Clinton is in there with the owner and there's a picture of them. And released in unclassified documents by WikiLeaks. As you can see it's a big heart with a little heart inside it. On the left on this restaurant's symbol there is a big heart with a smaller heart inside it, a big hand with a small hand inside it. And this is what I'm going to call the little big connection, or the big little connection. You see a big image and a small image, and this seems to be a pattern that pedophiles are using, and also one that they actually talk about, big and little. I've seen in the WikiLeaks emails, but won't go into those right now. So moving on to another restaurant, this one's called Besta Pizza. Besta means beast in Portuguese. And notice that the actual logo. So it means beast in Portuguese. Of this pizza restaurant is exactly the same as the logo of Boy Lover, as unclassified and released by the FBI and WikiLeaks, and also similar to the Little Boy Lover logo, which I assume means children five and under. And this is a symbol that pedophiles use to identify each other so that they can network, I suppose. This pizza restaurant appears to be owned by a man called Andrew Klein. He happens to be... Now, this is Besta Pizza, okay? We already talked about Alephantis, who owns Comet Pizza, which is two doors down, okay? why? In, in other words, why would you have to have two pizza joints to, so close to one another as well? Wouldn't that kind of be, you know, a lot of competition you really wouldn't want to deal... Well, that's not what they're about. It's just a front, is all it is. So Besta Pizza is owned by this devil... Clinton appointee and one of the four attorneys in the Human Trafficking Prosecution Unit of the Department of Justice in the Civil Rights Division. If this man really is a pedophile, as it appears from the logo of this restaurant, which he apparently owns... I mean, this is off his official webpage, School of Public Affairs, American University, Washington, D.C. Shows his picture, it's verbiage right off his website. That it is very disturbing that he's working for the DOJ as one of the only four attorneys on the Human Trafficking Prosecution Unit, for obvious reasons. Is this perhaps why Clinton appointed him? So, no, no. so again, you've got a pedophile who owns Besta Pizza, which means Beast Pizza in 
Portuguese, essentially, as a Clinton appointee who's also in charge of, of the um, human trafficking aspect. Here, let's just read this again. Andrew Klein, a Clinton appointee with an MA in human rights from Harvard Kennedy School of Government, was one of four attorneys in the Human Trafficking Protection Unit. So he's one of these guys in charge of protecting little children and other people in the human trafficking. What better place to have a satanic gatekeeper than the very institution that is supposed to protect children and protect the women and these types of people that are being human trafficked in America? No, you want, you want to have the biggest reprobate devil you can so he can grease the skids for Satan and make sure as many of these children are getting shunted off into a satanic direction as possible. You know he's got all kind of connections to do that. Execution unit, for obvious reasons. Is this perhaps why Clinton appointed him? So, moving on to another restaurant, and these are all connected by association with the Clintons, by the way. You'll notice that this one has the crescent moon and star symbols in its logo. Obviously, nowadays... Now, this is a comet pizza. We've talked a lot about it. We mostly see the crescent moon and star symbol in relation to Islam. I believe it was first adopted uh, by the Ottoman Empire, and is now represented in the flags of most Muslim countries. However, it's actually a symbol that existed long before Islam existed. At least a few hundred, if not... It's, it, well, Islam's pagan, but it's, it's, pure, it's a purely pagan symbol um, that was adopted into Islam when, when before Islam. Now they say, oh, we're monotheistic and we only worship one, yeah, one god, the moon god, Allah. That's why there's the crescent moon in there, okay? But it's also symbolic of the unity of the crescent moon being the female divinity and the star being the male divinity and the combining of them together, which would be like in a fornication-type sense. When you see the star and the crescent moon together, that's also another thing that it means, and it is, it is pagan few thousand if not more years before it's also associated with wicca and other pagan type spiritual practices and it's also associated with satanism what does it mean i found multiple different meanings associated with it and could not find something that was clear and concise enough to explain here but basically it's associated with magic and ancient religions so in short it's it's an occult symbol. So what is an occult symbol doing on the sign of a pizza place? This is the website of the same restaurant, and this is where the Big Little connection comes in. It's run by a company called Big Cheese, LLC. If you're not yet aware, cheese is Peter Falk's code word for little girl, Big Little. Okay, so you've got, um, they're, they're showing different um, types of things. Pasta, little boy cheese little girl ice cream male prostitute walnut or nuts person of color goes on and on and on big cheese is also uh, a way of saying someone who's very wealthy and these places are all owned by people who are extremely wealthy so here's a photo of the inside of this place called comet ping pong i just wanted to take a look at the artwork as we have in previous videos and what you'll notice let's look at the left-sided artwork first two bird heads coming out of one body this is a masonic symbol so this is inside 
Comet Pizza on these gigantic top to floor to ceiling murals that they have on, on the walls. Okay. On the left you see a Masonic Lodge and you see the two-headed eagle. There are so many. Which is symbolic with the 33rd degree Freemason. The two-headed eagle. Okay, and also the the um, motto of that is Ordo Ab Kao, which you can actually see in this picture, which means order out of chaos, which is eventually where they want to bring us to. And and part of this is the witchcraft they're performing through the child sacrifice, through the, the, the torture of the children and, and all of this. All of that negative satanic evil and magic, they are, are banking on bringing us to that order out of chaos, the new world order that they want to bring us into out of the old world order and um that's where you your your connection is there these i could have picked a hundred of different ones the double headed eagle is associated with freemasonry and is also satanic it represents the dualistic process that leads to ascension from chaos to order and, and again you'll see the 33 in the triangle at the top there what is that kind of imagery doing in a pizza place if you look at the image it honestly looks more like a big bird uh, i don't know it looks a lot reptilian too to me but anyway let's go to the next mural on the right you'll see two women and one of them is holding a woman's head again that appears to be a reference to cannibalism. two women holding another woman's severed head on the mural in comet pizza Right, right next to the ping pong tables. It shows a little, little. I don't know if it's a boy or girl playing ping pong, and the murals in the background. Oh, that's not too disturbing. Or dismembering people's bodies. Which is probably what's going on in the boom boom room, or whatever other torture rooms they got set up, and whatever tunnel systems they got set up at Comet Pizza and Besta Pizza and whatever else. Which again we've seen in the previous videos that I've made. So here is the Instagram account for. Comet Ping Pong. People who have been researching this have noticed some disturbing comments, trends, photos going on here, so I'm just going to share a few with you. So the guy who posted this wrote, oh yeah, this looks fun. Okay, so you're seeing like an empty basement. So that's Jim, Jimmy Alphantis. This is the murder room. Or something, not sure what this is, bomb shelter or something like that. And someone else responds, Hashtag kill room. Just rinse it off when you're done. And then he responds, hashtag... Just rinse it off when you're done? Kill room? And then and then Jimmy Comet, who's James Alephantis, owns owner of Comet Pizza, says murder. Hashtag murder. Why would they be engaging in this level of... of banter back and forth i mean this is really serious what they're saying up here so some guy says kill room hashtag kill room and then another guy says just rinse it off when you're done and then jimmy comet the guy that owns the room or or at least has something to do with the room says hashtag murder murder someone else said as whether werewolves lock themselves up during the full moon so i don't know you know this is a bit odd Next up, new seating area slash procedure for your youngest guests. Hilarious. And we see a young girl. So it shows a little girl being taped down. We've seen She's that one. She's strapped down onto a table. I don't need to explain that for you, surely. Here's another connection to Hillary Clinton. Dear James, thank you for lending your time and extraordinary talent to participate in the cooking with Fratelli Podesta. Fun now this is a this is a letter to Comet Pizza, James Alafantis 
two from Hillary Clinton and she signs her name and this is literally up on his Instagram account. He's got a, she hand signed it. Um, it's on, I mean, this is legit. This is unbelievable. Fraser for my campaign for president hosted by Tony and John Pedasta. This is from Hillary Clinton. On the page about parties on the Comet Ping Pong website, it reads, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, it can be configured to comfortably fit 20 to 50 people, and we offer a myriad of exciting activities and extras that no other birthday party will have. Think oh, I bet. I bet. No other birthday party will have. A ping pong pro demonstration. Comet ping pong is also available for corporate or social events. You can even rent out the whole restaurant. We are open to all ideas, of course. Uh, uh, all ideas. Yeah. No matter how sick, perverse, twisted they are. Oh, they're open to all ideas at Comet ping pong. Be sure to give us some details to get started, like preferred date, time, and type of party. Kids, adults, or a mix of both. Now, maybe I'm reading too Creepy. much into this, but it appears to me that, you know, they seem to be very open to all sorts of parties, if you get my gist. And that is perhaps of concern. So, this is the guy who runs Comet Ping Pong. He's considered one of the 50 most powerful people in Washington. Interestingly, GQ also listed Heather and Tony Podesta in this list, and Hillary Clinton in this list. So here's James Elephantis of Comet Ping Pong and Tony Podestro Party. They're obviously pretty close. And if you haven't seen uh, my other video regarding the Podestas and their possible connection to the Madeline McCain kidnapping, please go watch it. So just so you can see... It looks like John and Tony Podesta might have had it kidnapped that little girl is what she's saying there. Because they're showing the, the, the sketch of the of the people that took her, the police sketches, and it looks just like John and Tony Podesta. John Podesta is obviously close with both of the Clintons and with Obama. He clearly is a very powerful man. So most of the information in this presentation was found and compiled by countless volunteers on 4chan, Reddit, Twitter, and blogs. So the credit goes to them. I have put it all together in video form and added some research on symbolism convey the information in an easy to understand and consume way and this is why i'm playing these videos because i'm trying to give you the most condensed rapid fire um crash course in this particular subject that i can give you but it's it's still a lot because the, it's growing every day the information coming out about this and it was hard for me to leave a lot out because the, the of the severity and the importance that this information becomes mainstream so I wanted to present the, the most bulletproof case I could present to you. This presentation doesn't contain all of the information. I left out WikiLeaks emails, for example, and I'll continue to make videos about this. So I hope you found this interesting. I tried to keep this video fairly brief, so it's only a segment of what is turning. Okay, so let's go, let's go further here. Um, this next one, Satanic Pizzagate is going viral worldwide, elites are terrified, Pizzagate is going viral, uh, too late elites, you can't kill us all, you can't accuse us all of being pedophiles, because that's what they're doing, they're turning around whenever they're accused of being a pedophile, they're turning around and accusing whoever the person accusing them of being a pedophile as a pedophile, okay, that's their, that's their little, you know, infantile tactic that they think is going to work, um, 
you can't accuse all of us of being pedophiles when you're the ones with the Instagram accounts filled with the worst possible filth, much of it we just already looked at, and emails filled with the worst possible sadism. Child rapists and killers get the, should get the electric chair. The Washington Post should be disbanded. The New York Times should be driven into bankruptcy. Very, very bad people. So let's go ahead and play this video now. Everybody. So I frankly don't remember the last time that the Washington Post, or for that matter, any major newspaper in the United States, I don't remember the last time that the editorial board of a major newspaper has gone on the record to defend a random pizza shop or a random restaurant of any kind in response to negative reviews and uh, negative commentary online. This shows you how important this is to Satan and to the mainstream prostitute media that that Jimmy Alfantis, Comet Pizza, Best of Pizza, and all these other shops affiliated with the Obamas and the Clintons and the Podestas be protected. I have just never seen that before. Normally the editorial board of newspapers will sound off on which, uh, which national politicians they support which big policy pushes they support or disapprove of. But for the Washington Post editorial board to put out this weird thing about 12 hours ago, uh, slamming the, quote, parasitical nature of online fake news uh, does strike me as Orwellian. It seems like they're trying to give people in D.C. who read the Washington Post, at least some of them do, seems like they're trying to give them something to hold on to in advance, a little narrative that they can just cling on to uh, as the public disclosures about Pizzagate. In light of the information that I've already presented, you can understand why they would be just flailing around, frothing at the mouth, trying to discredit anyone that would say, you know, bring this information to light for obvious reasons. Get larger and larger. Now, Pizzagate is completely real, as I've been saying. Uh, it really requires a lot more work to disprove Pizzagate or to say that Pizzagate is something else than to just look at the facts and say, okay, for some reason, uh, some very powerful people who happen to be in a satanic cult that happens to engage in pedophilia and torture and possibly even murder, uh, that's where the facts take us. Now, if you're not a mature person and you can't handle that, okay. But, but that is where the data takes us. And uh, to me, it's phenomenal that I'm now being character attacked and uh, that I'm getting so many trolls on Twitter that I really don't want to use Twitter anymore because uh, as, as my name starts to get bigger, uh, I don't want to give Twitter uh, my following. I don't want you guys to go over to Twitter and talk to me there when Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, has done such a bad job. Uh, it was a shame what he did during the election. None of us forgot that, how Trump supporters were banned for no reason, how trolls and attackers of Trump supporters uh, were allowed to continue, how Hollywood celebrities attacking Trump supporters, their accounts were allowed to remain, and yet truth-tellers and people who simply were not Obama or Hillary shills were banned from the platform for no reason, and uh, trending hashtags like Pizzagate have been removed for no apparent reason. Uh, so I don't support Twitter anymore, and it's not any one action. Uh, Jack Dorsey has made so many poor decisions. Uh, I like Twitter a lot when Dick uh, Costolo 
or however you say his name, Costello. Uh, I like Twitter a lot when he was the CEO because I didn't notice any blatant censorship as I'm noticing today. Uh, I just don't support that. I don't support what Jack Dorsey is doing. So as I get larger and larger, I don't want Twitter to be where people go to see my views on stuff. Uh, Gab is a new social network that people are switching over to. Very similar to Twitter. Uh, I barely even use it so far, and I'm already up to 3,500 followers. So point being, there are a lot of people over there. And, uh, you know, another thing that Jack Dorsey did that really upsets me is the Muslim Brotherhood just joined Twitter this year, and uh, they're already verified by Twitter. Their account has been verified. Uh, I have 50,000... Muslim Brotherhood, the one that are raping, killing, stealing, pillaging, you know, generally mutilating, you know, little girls, selling them into sex slavery, you know, all, all of this garbage yoked up with just the various, the worst factions of Islam. They're fine. They're fine. But if you're righteous and you want to point something out and you want to bring out truth about the pedophiles, no, you're going to be banned. You can't talk about that. You just better leave them alone. They're a protected class. Some followers on Twitter, and uh, I've been on the service since 2011, and I'm still not verified, and people create fake accounts. This is part of why I'm leaving Twitter, is that people are creating fake accounts to say that I am a pedophile. I'm the pedophile. And I guaranteed the pedophiles have been mobilized. They're cockroaches that are having lights shown on them right now and so what they've been told by their satanic masters is you get up on twitter you get up on facebook or wherever else they have the social media stuff going on and you accuse them of the very things they're showing others to be you slander them you troll them you do whatever you got to do you're fighting for your life mr or mrs pedophile and so you better go up and you better do your witchcraft, you better do your child sacrifice, you better go up there and troll and slander and lie and do everything you can do to serve your master Satan. ...for covering uh, Pizzagate. This is pure Clinton filth of blaming others for that which they do. Now, first of all, uh, I haven't done the original reporting on this. This is all in <coughs> WikiLeaks emails, and those emails are verified as being real emails to and from the people involved. WikiLeaks, in 10 years, has never released a fake or hoax email or a fake piece of content. They have a sterling publishing record. Uh, so this stuff is real. Again, if you're a child and you want to, you know... Uh, bury your head in the sand, that's one thing. But this is what's happening in our country right now. And to be honest, you know, I'm disappointed because a couple years ago, some people told me to look into the Illuminati and, you know, and all the weird cult stuff, and I just didn't believe it. I thought that people in music videos, sure, they flash some, some symbols <clears throat> and some icons, but my view was that celebrities just tease that stuff uh, for word of mouth, for buzz, for traffic. If you put out a new music video, of course, flashing some sign, a bunch of uh, people in the comment section are going to speculate, and it's going to drive up your traffic. So that's really all I thought of it. And now something has been uncovered that is so vast and ugly, it's really beyond my capability to investigate further. But between the Washington Post editorial board defending a random pizza shop and between the owner of that pizza shop having visited the Obama White House five times, between uh, Hillary Clinton having sent a letter, a thank you letter to the owner of that pizza shop, thanking him for his efforts, uh, there is enough of a link here and uh, there is a cover-up in progress. I have no connection to pedophilia. Uh, I have no interest in this story. You guys know my track record of being removed from Huffington Post 
for reporting on Hillary Clinton's poor health, and then I was going through the WikiLeaks, and somebody said to me one day, Dave, why don't you search for pizza or hot dogs uh, in the Podesta emails? You're welcome. And when I searched for that, uh, you're never the same person again, are you? Once you realize that this guy who could have been the chief of staff under Hillary Clinton's White House, and they came very close to winning, very close to duping the public, this satanic pedophile could have uh, had the cover of the White House for the next four years, and he'd be harming countless children, and there would be nothing to do about it. Now, some of you have said, some of you have said focus on the criminal aspect and the pedophile stuff and the child torture stuff, and don't talk about the satanic stuff, but that's not what I do as a researcher. I don't selectively pick and choose. This isn't a buffet line. The satanic rituals are part of this, so to ignore that would be not to see the full picture of what's going on. These the satanic rituals are really the, the, the source that drives them. I mean, because you're dealing with some of the worst devils from the pits of hell that possess these people and drive them to do this. Without those devils or demons, that urge to do this doesn't exist. So these are vessels of Satan that are, that are literally given over to these devils and demons and these types of things that are, that are leading them into this behavior patterns. So yes, the, the occultic aspect is really the most important thing. People in D.C. and some of these elites in the media do appear to be members of a satanic cult, and it does appear to engage in satanic ritual abuse, either to blackmail the members or to bond them together, or perhaps because some of them really do believe in their crazy satanic ideology. Again, not to mention that part of the story would be dishonest as a journalist, because even in the WikiLeaks emails, references to Moloch, a uh, demon god that you sacrifice babies to, are made. And you would think that, you know, a woman as busy as Hillary Clinton... I hadn't even gotten into the reference to Moloch that were made in the WikiLeaks things about this. ...secretary of state would not tolerate staffers emailing her about Moloch, but that is sadly not the case. So I am leaving Twitter. It seems like Jack Dorsey is most definitely uh, censoring some of these topics from trending, and he's giving a broad platform to trolls who are creating fake accounts representing me, and I've seen that he hasn't acted quickly on parody accounts of other independent journalists, and I just don't support that. That's like prob the 2.0. Jack Dorsey will go down in history as a bad man, as a bad American, and he might even bring down Twitter, because if somebody like me, who's built up a following of 50,000 people, is happily nuking that following to head over to Gab, that means that it's probably going to be something that other people do as well. Uh, so Gab, I don't, don't know much about the people behind it. So far, it's a much better platform, and I judge... Sir now, this isn't an infomercial for Gab or whatever, but I thought that you should know about this aspect of what is going on regarding the cover-up and what some other people are doing regarding getting the word out. I'm not a part of any of that. I just refuse... It's basically all of these institutions like Instagram and Facebook and Twitter are basically data mining operations that were started by the CIA to just gather as much intel and information about you and to put you on as many lists as they have as possible because they know, you know, so many people just put their whole life up there. Their whereabouts, what they're going, where they're going to do, and they'll put that into computer algorithms which will predict where you're going to be and this and that. And I just, I don't want anything to do with it. But I, I get it for the people that are up there, and um, this is some alternatives for you.
purposes and people by their actions, not by their words. So far, Gab is not censoring Pizzagate. It is still trending. They're not censoring any of, any of the other sensitive topics that researchers are looking into. And it's a well-designed service. It's like a better version of Twitter. It's pretty much the same as Twitter, except your tweet or your post, whatever <clears throat> they call it, your Gab, uh, can be longer than 140 characters. It's slightly longer length. Some other differences, you can upvote individual posts. Uh, kind of like a combination between Reddit and Twitter. So far, I love it. And again, I've been on Twitter since 2011. I have 50,000 followers. Why have I not been verified when there are fake versions of me trying to promote the narrative that I'm into pedophilia? Wouldn't that be a thing to do? Wouldn't you want to verify the real journalist when I'm being character attacked? And yet they verify the Muslim Brotherhood right after they sign up for a Twitter account? I don't support that. I think that is disgusting. So, by the way, uh, Gab, I didn't even ask for it. They already verified me. So... Uh, I think that Gab is definitely uh, one that could usurp Twitter. It could be a MySpace to Facebook situation. People are already starting to say that Twitter is the new MySpace. Uh, so if you want to sign up for Gab, uh, just head over there. It takes 30 seconds to sign up. My username on Gab is the same as it is over on Twitter. There you go. If you want to follow me, go for it. You know, John Podesta has not tweeted once since November 7th from his official account. Now, if half the internet were calling me a pedophile and a satanic ritual abuse cult member, I would at least put out a tweet saying, hey, this is not the case, or here, look at this, you got it all wrong. But to not address that at all is a little bizarre, isn't it? There is so much here that once you uncover it, it is overwhelming. And again, I don't have any special information. Go to wikileaks.org, search for cheese pizza, Podesta. Search for hot dogs, Podesta. Search for hot dog party, Chicago, Obama. Search for torture chamber, Podesta. Search for that on WikiLeaks.org. This is not David Seaman saying these things. This is WikiLeaks and thousands of well-respected researchers all over the world, and yet a bunch of trolls and a bunch of people threatening us are allowed to keep their accounts. Something is wrong with Twitter. Something is wrong with our country right now. It is not normal for the Washington Post to use up a valuable page of their editorial board's op-ed. It is not normal for them to randomly defend a random pizza shop. It is not normal for a pizza shop owner to be the 49th most uh, powerful person in Washington, D.C. It is not normal for a pizza shop owner to have visited the Obama White House five times and to have met personally with Obama at least one of those times. None of this stuff is normal. It is not normal for a bunch of 55-year-old to 65-year-old powerful politicians and lobbyists to hold their birthday parties and fundraisers and private events at a pizza shop that appears to be catered to the same uh, the same age group as Chuck E. Cheese's. None of this is normal. None of this stuff is normal. So if you want to attack me, that's the dead end because I have no power. All I have are some viewers on YouTube and I've made them well aware of Pizzagate because it is real and because I do feel confident that these people will be brought to justice one way or another. They don't seem to get it. Trolling and slander and threats. You can bring a few of us down. 
You can kill Monica Peterson as you did. You can kill Max Spears as you did. You can kill Seth Rich as you did. You can't kill 300 million Americans. You can't silence 7 billion people on this planet. The whole world is finding out about this. This is a global phenomenon. In Norway, they just cleaned house. Uh, they just arrested a bunch of their high-level pedophiles. This is very real. Uh, in my track record as a journalist, when have I ever accused another restaurant owner of satanic ritual abuse? And See, I'm really seeing this like a, a boulder rolling down a hill, building momentum. Like what he just talked about, Norway and all these other pedophilic networks are now, they're making these huge busts of pedophiles. And all of a sudden, you know, it seemed like it started right after that prayer and fasting regarding, you know, this election I went on air and, and, and prayed, and, and, and I know a lot of other people were crying out to God. And I'm telling you, <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm seeing this explosion of these devils going down. And I want to keep the momentum going. I don't want to let up off the gas pedal. Because these devils need to be stopped pedophilia when have i ever accused anybody of pedophilia uh this is simply what's happening and i told you how i got here it was from the hillary's health articles and then being removed from huffington post and i thought huh that's odd and then looking around on wikileaks one night as i told you somebody said dave search for these terms and now i am passing it on to you go to wikileaks.org search for podesta pizza podesta hot dogs Podesta Torture Chamber, and if you have a better explanation for all of this, by all means, let me know in the comments section below. Okay, so that's all we have on that one. Uh, let's go further. So again, a little different thing. Now, here we have pictures of Miley Cyrus and some other dirtbag rock star guy and Katy Perry, and they're all wearing... It looks like almost literally the same hoodie pullover. And the not-so-subtle connotation here is it is a... The, 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 the fabric literally looks like pizza. Like a pepperoni pizza. 100% of the fabric looks like that. And again, this is the Illuminati communicating this to you not-so-subtly if you know what to look for. Now, evidently, Miley Cyrus is just totally like obsessed with pepperoni pizza which is what typically you'll see when they say pizza that's that's what they're talking about pepperoni pizza i mean here's her here's a thing from her instagram and it shows her getting an ultrasound like she's pregnant and inside the baby is basically all made of pizza on the screen it's some kind of stupid joke that they're doing and then it says this is from i don't know one of the i don't know daily call or something miley cyrus obsessed with pizza though she once claimed to have a gluten and lactose allergy plus five more celebrity hypocrites and it shows miley and her body is on like a little baby and it's going after this piece of pizza and there's this there's there's um picture after picture after picture of this and again being a byproduct of of disney like so many of the disney stars and, and uh, it's key in disney in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com i've done a whole series on how Disney is integrally connected with the pedophilic network, and it has been from its inception. <clears throat> and the child stars coming out of Disney 
generally speaking, they will start them out like, oh, this little puritanical little girl or little boy, and then as they get into their teen years, then they get them doing way more risque stuff. Of course, a lot of times they'll start them out that way too, but it gets worse and worse and worse. Like, I don't know, the Olsen twins and Miley Cyrus and you could go on and on and on until they become Britney Spears until then they get into their whatever teen years and they just start portraying them as just full blatant whores that are out there. And a lot of these children that grew up maybe idolizing them at a certain age, continue to follow them and continue to think, Oh, that's cool. That's the way I want to be. I want to be promiscuous. I want to be, you know, a dirt bag basically. And this is what happens. And they are doing it by design and Disney has a lot to do with that. So let's go further here. Um, here's another, this is another more recent Pizzagate update. Hey guys, so since this is like an ongoing investigation, I thought it would be good if I could give you a quick update, just so you know what the latest findings are. So if you already understand what Pizzagate is, go ahead and watch this video. Um, if not, go and watch one of my introductory videos and everything will make a lot more sense. So there's a band called Sex Stains, which has performed at Comet Ping Pong. If you've seen the previous videos, you'll... I so they're called Sex Stains and they've performed at Comet Ping Pong. There's a picture of them performing there. By immediately that they have a blatant pedophile logo in their music video and, and here it's showing it it's a it's the exact um logo for comet uh pizza that comet pizza uses it's the triangle within the triangle it's also the one that uh besta pizza used it's it's the whole um i think the one for man boy love basically um yeah sex stains land of la la and it shows it right here next to the lead singer with that exact logo. I mean, and it's not small, it's big. And it's even in the, the thumbnail that they chose for their music video on YouTube, right there, bang in the middle of the thumbnail. Remember, this is a logo that kind of indicates to pedophiles that these people are pedophile-friendly and are kind of promoting social acceptance of pedophilia, and they want other people people to know that they're into that sort of thing. So this raises questions about why they were performing at Comet Ping Pong and whether there is a pedophile relation there. Something else I've noticed is that I'm seeing videos about spirit cooking and Pizzagate being taken down by YouTube. This one says it was taken down for nudity or sexual content so I'm going to try to be extra careful about really censoring my videos so that YouTube can't see that they contain nudity or sexual content. So something else that was taken down, I think it was yesterday, is the Reddit, the subreddit. It's like a forum online where thousands of people were investigating Pizzagate and it got banned by Reddit. They say it was banned because we were releasing personal information. So I guess some people were looking at maps and stuff about where people were. So they've got to stop the information flow or try to limit it as much as possible until hopefully this dies down or they stage a false flag event that's going to take all of our eyes off this onto something else, which maybe might include, you know, false flag event, martial law, Muslim invasion, who knows. But 
The bigger this gets, the more desperate they're going to get to pull a false flag in order to get our eyes off this because this information is exploding and yet that's one more thing to pray about what I just mentioned. Located where they live and maybe that's the reason why. And they say we don't want witch hunts on our site. <laughs> We're basically saying you're not allowed to investigate possible pedophiles on their website. Funnily enough... Um, it's funny because it really literally is a witch hunt. I mean, we're literally hunting these witches and these um, pagan warlocks. <laughs> it, it truly is. And it was Mike Cernovich who I first heard point this out. If you search for pedo friend on Reddit, you'll see that they do actually have a subreddit, which is basically a forum, a place for pedos and friends of pedos. So they've got on Reddit this disgusting pig, horrible thing on the internet offers a chat room a place for pedos and friends of pedos but they'll ban their they've banned all the forms relating to pizzagate so this just shows you how wicked and evil reddit is i advise you do not click on that link which is why i haven't gone there myself because who knows what is going to be in oh and it, one of the the posts on this said my friend was tipped with a pedo quarter one of the things that they're doing is they they must have these presses and they're and they're they're pressing into um like quarters that triangle within a triangle i don't know if they've got the heart and the heart symbol because i saw pictures of it but they didn't really mention it on the things and they're pressing that into the metal now it would take a pretty substantial press to make an impression in a quarter you know, I mean, we're talking thousands of pounds to most likely do that. But the pedophiles are out there, and evidently, I don't know if that's just yet one more way of indicate of them not so subtly indicating, okay, I'm interested in this whatever guy or whatever. Here's a quarter. If the person is, now I'm theorizing, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm accurate. <clears throat> if the person is not a pedophile, he's not going to know what the quarter means most likely and if he is a pedophile he's going to know exactly what it means so it's it's one of the it's, it's the way the gays communicate with the handkerchief code and all this other stuff they got all these weird things that they do in order to not so subtly indicate to their kind what their interests are so just be aware of that that's our reddit probably illegal content um and i'm just showing you this to show that reddit is actually <coughs> silently endorsing this subreddit for pedophiles while banning a subreddit investigating pedophiles so what side is reddit on here turns out the ceo of reddit steve huffman is clearly not on our side since he admits to changing posts made by donald trump supporters and even worse it appears that for the past five years he's been involved in a subreddit that talks about, advocates, and laughs about, and discusses what it's like to eat humans. It's okay, this is the CEO of Reddit. Okay, he's changing posts from Donald Trump supporters. He's banned all of the Pizzagate inquiries where they're trying to ferret and, and expose these devils. He's got a pedo-friendly chat room on reddit and he himself is involved in one of the reddit chat rooms where they advocate cannibalism one of his posts was the night i learned the truth and consumed human flesh with barbecue sauce of course and it shows a picture of him there with his friends and he looks i, I think he's also um uh gay 
cannibals subreddit. So guys, like, if you're gonna look into Pizzagate or spirit cooking, just be warned. <laughs> so every single person having anything to do with this Pizzagate just so happens they all turn out to be the most biggest reprobate devils you could even possibly imagine on two legs. It's just, just a big coincidence they're all that way. When you look at stuff, like, the worst things gap, it's like, so basically Reddit is being run by a guy who is interested in cannibalism. Nice. And who clearly doesn't seem to have a problem with hosting pedophiles on his website while blocking people. I mean, I'm reading posts from it because she's got, like, the Reddit posts of this cannibalism thread, this cannibalism um, chat room that the CEO of Reddit is in. He says, man, I got really hungry while watching Hannibal make all those delicious looking meals. And that's that sick, disgusting show, uh, I don't know what network, but where it has Hannibal as the cannibal, kind of a play of Silence of the Lambs, but I think it was him in his earlier years, I think. And he goes around and he does all this stuff where he gets these people, and they're usually bad people, that's the justification. And he makes all kind of meals out of them and in all kind of these exotic, really, really fancy, rich meals where he'll use, you know, all different parts of, of their body parts in order to make this sumptuous meal that he can eat as a cannibal. So this is the type of, 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 um, of thing that this guy is into, the CEO of Reddit. People who are actually trying to investigate them. Luckily, there is a website called vote.co. Now it's V-O-A-T, not V-O-T-E, it's V-O-A-T dot C-O forward slash V, the letter V and forward slash Pizzagate. That's the website where they're actually doing the um, research to uh, expose these devils, one of them at least. Which is basically a copy of Reddit run by different people, and that's where Pizzagate, the Pizzagate investigation, has been moved to. So, if you want to, you can go on over to vote.co/v/pizzagate. They're also currently featuring Pizzagate on the front page, and you can find just about all the information you need. You can also share your findings if you have any findings that you want uh, to go public. So people have been sending me lots of news articles that I thought were interesting enough to include in this presentation. I watched Tory MP, that's equivalent of, you know, like a Republican senator or something, murder a boy during depraved Westminster VIP pedophile party. Now this is right on the Daily Mirror. This is the headline. I watched Tory MP murder a boy during depraved Westminster VIP pedophile party. Okay, and uh, again, this is November 15th of this year. We're, I'm starting to see, like I said, I'm just starting to see this flood after that time period, right before the elections, when all these people were praying and fasting about the election, and, and, and then a lot of this Pizzagate stuff broke, and a lot of people were crying out to God about exposing in, in, in these devils that are doing this, and, and now all of a sudden this is all happening. I'm, I'm, and again, this is just one of the stories. I'm going to go over a whole bunch more that have come out after that, which to me is very, very encouraging.
party. The abuse victim's claims are being treated as credible by detectives now investigating three murders allegedly linked to a network of VIP perverts. And this is in the United Kingdom. Here we have in Australia, survivor of an alleged elite paedophile ring, including former Prime Minister, speaks out. And here in Norway, police cracked down on Norway's largest paedophile abuse network. In Norway's largest abuse case to date, 51 suspects are under investigation for being part of a paedophile network. The abuse of infants in one case by a parent is suspected. So that's just... So there's three news stories that broke after all this. I mean, that's very encouraging. I mean, about literally taking down pedophile networks. Some of the news, like I'm saying, it's global. It's happening in every country of the world and it's happening at the highest level people in government politicians even the prime minister apparently in australia so don't think that it's not going to happen in the u.s as well so here we have vice president joe biden on his twitter he shows the birthday present he gave to barack obama and it's a friendship bracelet which in itself is a bit of an odd present, you know, but maybe that's kind of his thing. It appears to be quite a childish kind of present. The weird part is that it has a pizza bead on it. I've never seen a pizza bead before. I imagine that you haven't either, because I think it's quite a rare thing and probably quite difficult to get a hold of. So it seems that he's gone to some special effort to get a hold of a pizza bead. And we know, obviously, this investigation is called Pizzagate because pizza is a code word that repeatedly comes up in paedophile communications and in the WikiLeaks communications that have been leaked. And Joe Biden appears to be extremely touchy-feely with young girls. In some other videos on my channel, you can see this. So now, You've probably seen all those sick, disgusting videos and some of you can even hear what he's saying. It's perverted. I mean, right on, right on stage when they're taking like group photos and like massive amounts of reporters in front of them, and creepy, perverted old old Uncle Joe over there, you know, whispering all these things in these these you know prepubescent girls' ears. And uh, I mean, it's just it's sickening. Right in front of their parents too. I mean, you know, he 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 is one sick devil. I mean, he's so bad, that, and that's one of the reasons I don't think they chose to run, run him, because there was just too many overt things that uh, he had been caught doing on camera, on film. I think it would have been almost impossible for them to run him as a presidential candidate as a result of that. This is particularly concerning. Obama appears to have links to pedophiles and also to pizza restaurants, which appear to be fronts for pedophile rings. So again... If you haven't watched my previous videos, that will make no sense at all, so please go and watch them. If you have, this will just be another concerning detail. And a new image has surfaced of what appears to me to be a spirit cooking event. This woman is wearing a red dress, which you will see is fairly typical in a satanic ritual. She's holding a large knife over a naked female model, which I assume is a cake. I'm just going to... She basically put a thing over the picture so you can't see her naked body. Okay, just so you know. Placed the label over her nipple. This video doesn't get banned for being um, sexually explicit. This is just another image just showing what these people do. 
you know, they are basically openly conducting satanic rituals just in our face. There are, like, celebrities who go to these things, politicians who go to these things. Yeah, it, I really believe all part of this is the... Inter the part of this is by design. They want this information to get out. It's it's time for the New World Order in their eyes to come and take precedence. It's time for the pedophiles to have a protected status. It's time for humanity to get with it and understand what these pedophiles, what the elite are all about, and that that's really the cool thing to do. That's really what the in people do, the in crowd does. And so this indoctrination period, you know, it has to start somewhere. And I really do believe a lot that's broke about the spirit cooking has been part of that to a certain extent. But I do believe it's, it's, it's backfiring on them um, big time particularly because Pizzagate broke at the same time as the spirit cooking. And we're just expected to take this as normal nowadays. Something else that we take as normal is the mass slaughter of animals. Something that just keeps coming up when I'm investigating Pizzagate and spirit cooking. I'm just constantly reminded of the same feelings that I had when I initially investigated slaughterhouses when I first had the inkling that it might be a good idea to go vegan. It's the very same thing. It's like, oh my god, this is happening. This is horrible. And I just wonder, when I see how they're trying to culturally influence us into accepting certain things as sexual norms, I also wonder if all of this bloodshed in slaughterhouses has to do with the kind of ritual sacrifice, animal sacrifice, bloodletting that they're also somehow trying to normalize even if um it doesn't make sense to a lot of people i think that might hit home for some now i think it, especially in reference to factory farming where you know the conditions are just unbelievably horrific and like what they do to these animals is just beyond anything you could even comprehend in the way that they're being slaughtered and the way they're being treated and the way they're being raised the way that they raise chickens and, and how they, they herd them, you know, together in these tiny little cages and they break their legs and, they, and they'll kill the little chicks, the little boy chicks and cut off their beaks and, and, and with how they herd cows together. And that's the reason they have to give them antibiotics and all of these things, because if one gets sick, the whole herd would die. But because they're so close together, there's no room to roam. There's everything's unnatural. And then the way that they're slaughtering is, is very inhumane. And the way they're treated is very inhumane. And yes, I do believe there's a spiritual component to that. And I'm not saying, okay, we all need to become vegans. I mean, if you were to do it in, in a, um, raise them in a humane way, and there are humane, even slaughtering methods, these types of things, I do believe that that would be obviously much more beneficial. And obviously to raise them in an organic environment without pumping them full of antibiotics and all the pesticides on, on the the feeds that they're giving and you you raise cows on gmo corn and you know they're using gmo soy feed and all, all the stuff that a cow would never ever eat in nature they're they're meant to eat grass all of these things they're doing to the animals um and then we eat the animal i can't believe that that has no effect on us i can't believe that not only from a physiological standpoint from the toxicity of the meat but also the way that they were raised and the way that they were, I mean, all of the, you know, all of that I do believe is related. You know, there's spiritual aspects to this. So I think she brings up a, an interesting point there as well. So anyhow, Pizzagate, according to Google, 
topical trends, it's going up and up and up. It's still on the rise. There are still more and more people discovering this. So what I'll ask for you is to please share this video using the hashtag Pizzagate and help more people to discover what it's all about and what's going on. We need to keep spreading the word, we need as many people as possible to know about this, and when lots and lots of people know about this, mainstream media won't be able to just lie about it and dismiss it anymore, and perhaps, somehow, we, we will manage to raise awareness enough to put enough pressure on But again, all of these videos, it's all man-centered, it's all about what can we do, and I, what I see that has happened has been the hand of God moved, and that's the reason this is all coming out. Now, granted, yeah, I do think we should get the word out, and, and that's an aspect to it. But without God being the driving thrust, without God being the one who is acknowledged as, as okay, he is the one that is opening these doors for this to come out, I don't, I don't think this is going to go anywhere. And, and again, that's why I think the prayer and the fasting that was going up during this, that's the main reason why this is all, all of a sudden, out of like nowhere, all of this is breaking like a dam. So, let's go further. Um, okay, here's another one. This is the Pizzagate body count. This is a whole other aspect to it. Hello. So, today I'm making a video called the Pizzagate body count because it does appear that someone has been murdered in relation to investigating a pedophile ring among the elites. And this only happened last month. So his name was Max Spears. He died while visiting Poland where he was giving a talk. Max was conducting an investigation into alleged pedophilia that took place in a US army run facility in San Francisco nearly 30 years ago. Days before his death, he texted his mother, If anything happens to me, investigate. Friends say he died in an apartment after he vomited a black liquid. So one of the people who he happened to be investigating... So he was obviously poisoned, and he was, he was, he was investigating Michael Aquino, who, who I've talked about I don't know how many times. I mean, this guy is just pure, pure evil. And um, high-ranking military officer, um, here's a picture of him in 1986 when he was at the Presidio, and um, he had, he founded a satanic movement and brought that in. Who was it? Was it the Church of Set? Literally brought that cult into the armed services to get equal footing with any other religion in the armed services. I mean, this guy is just pure evil. Was a U.S. Army officer who was known to have founded a satanic movement and. Interestingly enough, look at this guy. Look at his eyebrows. Why he was under Anton LaVey originally, the guy that started the first Church of Satan in 1966, and he came out of Anton LaVey's Church of Satan and started his own uh, cult called the Temple of Set, his own pagan uh, religious cult called the Temple of Set, and then, and then brought that into the armed forces and, and the Presidio. They spiked up like that. In San Francisco. This is a weird fashion sense, but has this ever been in fashion? I don't think so. To me, yeah, he's got he's. It's a really nice touch. He's he's got his uh, his eyebrow, and he's literally in his full military dress. Okay, full military dress, jacket. You know the medals, all the stuff, tie, and he's got his eyebrows, um, 
they're so they're so long he's got them turned up into little devil's horns both two of them so they look like little devil's horns and this is how he gets his military picture taken this is what a sick devil this guy is it appears that he's emulating devil horns on his eyebrows i mean can you think of any other reason he would do this so i'd just like to show you the article in the mail online that was being shared on social media regarding this spears was inquiring about allegations of a widespread sexual abuse among children that was committed at a military base in california by employees acting under the influence of a satanic cult in 1987 the u.s army demolished a child care center at its presidio base in northern california just one year after as many as 60 children were sexually abused there according to the Associated Press. And it just goes on and on like this. So I recommend that you look into this. Um, the guy was found dead in his apartment just before uh, I think he was going to give a talk in Poland and while he was actively investigating this topic. Max's mother, Vanessa, said he was exposing who was dangerous in the world of government and the entertainment world. She said he was making a name for himself in the world of conspiracy theorists and had been invited to speak at a conference in Poland in July. But I think Max had been digging in some dark places and I fear that somebody wanted him dead. I did some research on this guy and he's like a David Icke level conspiracy theorist. He talks about aliens and all sorts of things and satanic cults and everything. But it does appear to Well, if, if, if you followed my studies, all of this tends to be related to one another. When it comes to the subject of high-level evil, all of those subjects are commingled together. They're, they're all... They're, they all connect. ...to me from this that he was murdered. Something else that I didn't mention was that they didn't do an autopsy on this guy, but they declared that he died of natural causes. And it doesn't sound like he died of natural causes. I mean, he's a 39-year-old guy, father of two, seemed perfectly healthy, going to give a talk at a conference, and he dies after vomiting up a black liquid. That does not sound like a natural cause of death to me. So I'll link that article below and you can go and read it for yourself. Moving on to some other news, I want to talk about Andrew Breitbart, the founder of Breitbart News. So some people have been looking at his old tweets from 2011 and this is what they say. And Breitbart died of this supposed heart attack right on the eve of him supposedly he was going to... Um, put out some blockbuster news thing that was going to expose the whatever, the elite, and all of a sudden he dies of a heart attack the night before. And it never really gets put out there, or I don't think to the extent it would have. So these are some of Andrew Breitbart's old posts. And the first one says, How is progressive guru John Podesta isn't under household name as a world-class underage sex slave op? cover up cover upper defending unspeakable dregs escapes me meaning how john podesta this devil who who basically is a cover-up for sex slave and pedophilia and uns unspeakable dregs of society how he covers them up how he isn't um a household name for these things it escapes me so he knew about him too, and that's another reason he died. Our progressive guru, John Podesta, isn't a household name as a world-class underage sex slave operation cover-upper defending unspeakable dregs escapes me. This is 2011. Now, if you're not yet aware, John Podesta is one of the primary people we're investigating as part of a Pizzagate scandal. He was counselor to the president for Barack Obama. He was a chief 
White House staff for Bill Clinton. He's the former chairman for Hillary Clinton presidential campaign. And his bro brother is a rich and famous and very powerful government lobbyist, Tony Podesta. They are both heavily involved in the Pizzagate scandal. If you're not yet aware, please watch my other videos on this topic. Something else Andrew Breitbart said. Early on, did John Podesta imagine his baby, MMFA, would be covering up for underage sex slave operations and hate crimes against blacks. And I looked up who MMFA are, and they are Media Matters for America. So these guys are apparently covering up underage sex scandals. We should investigate these guys. And as you can see, their, their pinned tweet is, we've exposed Fox News lies for 11 years, they still can't handle it. And from... And Fox News tends to be, they're not perfect but they tend to be more on the conservative side than something like CNN. So you have this liberal news uh, piece, Media Matters Foundation, that are covering up for people like Podesta and the Clintons and Obama, and they're the ones that are going to go after Fox News and any kind of truth that they see out there. Their cover picture, it looks like they spend most of their time making fun of people in the right wing. And apparently they are uh, John Podesta's baby. So there you go. Andrew mm -hmm. Breitbart also wrote... Why did John Podesta selectively edit video to make Tea Party Crasher look racist when it was a leftist plant? And we now know, thank you to Project Veritas and James O'Keefe's work, that the left does indeed pay people to go to right-wing meetings and conferences and things and start trouble. And this is called bird dogging. They have now admitted to doing this on camera and you can look into Project Veritas and bird dogging if you want to learn more about that. So it looks like the founder of Breitbart, Andrew Breitbart, was well ahead of the times. Unfortunately he's dead now, but he was at least five years ahead of the game. Wow. Very impressive. So this has been released by the FBI. And I okay, so and this is just information we already know. So, going further. Uh... Next report, breaking Pizzagate, hundreds of children missing in Virginia. The Virginia now, Virginia, Virginia, Washington, D.C. area is what we're, we're talking about here, okay? An anonymous citizen journalist researcher joins me to break shocking news about the astonishing number of children missing from the Virginia, Washington, D.C. area. <clears throat> in light of Pizzagate, what appears to be a child trafficking and pedophilia ring in the area, this researcher known as Mark wanted to see if there was a correlation of the large number of missing children in that area. What he found shocked him. Virginia is second only to California in total numbers of missing children. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of insane when you start to think about it. Um, and this is just the ones that they're reporting. I mean, so many of these are off the books. It's not even funny. Okay, but it's close proximity, obviously, in relationship to Washington, D.C., and we're going to talk a lot about Virginia right now. Um, a lot of stuff about Virginia is starting to make sense to me that I've heard in the last couple years. It's only second to California in missing children. And again, the true number is not even known. Okay, whereas you look at the population of Virginia at the time of this writing, uh, 8 million, 2015 population, 8 million, 300,000 and change, okay? What's California's population? 39 million, okay? So Virginia is the 12th largest state, 
but it's second in the number of missing kids. Those numbers don't, it, in other words, it is an unbelievably disproportionate amount of children that are going missing in Virginia. Way disproportionate to the population. Okay, so there, here's another video relating to this. And um, sorry for so many of these clips. It's just it, every one of them is going into something different that's important regarding the subject. Um, this is entitled Breaking Pizzagate. Hundreds of children missing in Virginia. This pedophile music is all over the place. But I never even realized it. It's like a genre all of its, all of its own. In the, in the email I sent you, there's, a, there's like a little picture. Under so there's pedophile music that's out there that's a genre all of its own. And again, it's, it's, it's disguised, I'm sure, to a certain extent. Uh, it shows like the, a picture that goes with a song. Just above that is the link will, that will take you to the actual YouTube video, and you'll see the graphic, and it's some man on his knees, like in a restaurant, with a little kid in front of him. It looks like this music is a vehicle for pedophilia, and it's international. Hey friends, thanks so much for tuning in. I have a very important broadcast I want to share with you. Uh, one of the anonymous researchers out there in the world doing uh, the bidding of those of us on the side of truth and liberty, trying to get to the bottom of Pizzagate, contacted me via email, and he has some very interesting information to share. His name is Mark. We're going to talk about alarming statistics coming from the belly of the beast that suggest a huge anomaly in terms of the amount of missing children from the Virginia, D.C. area which must be exposed given everything we now know about Pizzagate. Mark, thanks for joining us. Sure thing, I'm glad to be here. Hey, Mark, I know you've been following the Pizzagate story uh, as closely as those of us in the alt media have. Of course, the Mockingbird mainstream media is trying to discredit that story, will not cover it, and when they do, they just call it fake news. Uh, but this is anything but fake. There appears to be tangible evidence which suggests that there is a pedophile ring in and around Washington, D.C., that includes potentially some of the most powerful people in our government. And uh, to that end, I know you decided to do some research into the question of, are there more missing children in that part of the country versus other parts of the country? And guys, Mark has assembled a shocking document here that breaks down the anomaly in black and white. And just to get this thing started, Mark, I want to share with the audience, Virginia has a population of 8 million people. By contrast, Texas and Florida are double and triple that population. Virginia has more missing children than either Florida or Texas. Where would you like to begin? This is pretty shocking stuff, Mark. Uh, well, that's correct, Sean. And within Virginia, uh, the missing are concentrated in three areas. Fairfax County, right around Richmond, and then the entire Norfolk Island, uh, or Norfolk, uh, Virginia Beach area. And outside of those three areas, uh, there's very little in terms of missing kids. And those areas are right around Washington, D.C. I've been there. I've been in Virginia. I mean, we're talking the belly of the beast here. And according to the chart you sent me here. Now, again, there's a, there's a study, a, a video out there called Riddles in Stone that you can go up on YouTube, key in Riddles and Stone, maybe Washington, D.C., probably all you need, Riddles and Stone, and it'll take you through the whole thing of the whole occult um, layout 
in underpinnings and Masonic, Freemasonic influence of Washington, D.C., as the city was designed originally by, I believe, it was laid out by a French Freemason, and all of the satanic symbolism within the city, and, and knowing that that is the <clears throat> kind of like ground zero. I mean, it's, it's got the largest obelisk on earth, you know, literally 666 feet tall, 555 feet from the ground to tip, but then you go, it goes 111 feet underground further, which would bring it to 666 feet tall, largest obelisk on earth. Obelisks are, you know, symbolic of the male fertility thing there and you know the rod of osiris or whatever <clears throat> there's probably you're, you're going to be hard pressed on planet earth to find a more wicked evil occultically laid out set up place than washington dc and it just so turns the the counties right around washington dc in virginia are the ones where all these because let's face it these pedophilic devils that are inhabiting you know the senators and and the congressmen and all the other politicians that go there and all these other devils that that gravitate to that that support that network they require a lot of children in order to be satiated and in, in, in order to, to to you know so this is why you're seeing all of these children missing in those counties around there huge masonic influence huge occult satanic I mean, the, the place is just pure wickedness. And this is why we're seeing this. We have 392 kids missing. Is that just for 2016 alone? No. The, the bulk of them are from 2016, 2015. And with the majority of those in 2000, from 2016. All my numbers came off the uh, Center for Missing and Exploited Children's website. Uh, one of the anomalies that I, what got me into this is I, I wanted to see if there was anything to this Pizzagate thing. And I thought, well, if there's anything going on here, their numbers of missing kids might reflect it. So that's what, what kicked me off. Okay, so, um, so we have 392 missing children. Uh, again, I believe that is an absolute tiny fraction. Of the amount of true missing children, um, that there, I mean, you you have children that are runaways that are never heard from again, that might not be on that list. You have uh, people that are, um, I mean, actually the the occultists that are actually breeding them for the purpose of child sacrifice. You have, you know, ones that are <clears throat> homeless and these types of things that just disappear off the streets. Uh, I did a study before on um, <clears throat> the that there's about a million people in America that go missing every year. At least that's what it was, I don't know, three or four years ago. I don't know what it is now. And how many stadiums of people that could actually fill, the true numbers. And that a large percentage of these are most likely being, I mean, you've got all of the occult holidays, okay? And as the occultists grow, they require more humans for sacrifice, okay? So there's going to be more and more people that turn up missing, you got Halloween, you've got Yule, Christmas, you've got Valentine's Day, you've got all these different occult holidays, Ishtar, Easter, 
all these different occult holidays. I've done studies on, on all of them. You can look up, if you think they're Christian, you know, you can look them up and look at the true origins. All of these require sacrificial, and then there's a lot of other holidays in between. There's solstices, there's full moons, there's all kind of different, you know, things that go on with astrology where they require, and as more occultists grow, as the number of occultists grow, and we know that according to the Bible, you know, evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, meaning grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. We know that according to the word of God in Daniel that the Antichrist is going to cause craft to prosper. Witchcraft. Craft is another word for witchcraft. It's going to cause craft. Witchcraft is going to be, as I've said many, many times, the literal backbone of the coming one world religion. And the Antichrist is, is going to, I mean... That's a big reason the Antichrist and the false prophet are going to be able to make their big debut because it's got to the point where witchcraft has become so the norm. Now, it may not be labeled overtly at that point as witchcraft, but there's enough people doing it, there's enough people invoking Satan, there's enough human sacrifices going on, there's enough animal sacrifices going on, there's enough people on sorcery or pharmacia hooked on that, doing drugs, committing all kind of fornication and evil, which are also evoking and bring, doing all kind of magical work. Then you got CERN, got all that garbage going on, and, and only God knows all the other stuff they have, where it will provide a suitable environment for the arisal and the arrival of the false prophet and Antichrist, most likely on the heels of World War III, which is where they'll probably make their big debut. Um, when that all happens, I can't say, but we could be on the cusp of, cusp of it, obviously. So that's kind of how this all, <clears throat> to a certain extent, ties together as well. From the state of Virginia, uh, guys, by, by contrast, Texas, with more than triple the population, has 327 missing kids. So Virginia, population of 8.3 million people, 392 kids right now missing. Uh, some of those kids have photos associated with them, and obviously parents are very concerned. And many of those kids don't even have photos associated with them based on your research. Can you tell us about that? Uh, yes, Sean. Uh, 202 of the missing, of the 394, over half, had no photographs attached. And that is specific to Virginia alone. No other state has anything close to that kind of anomaly. They may have uh, one or two or three without photographs, but we're looking at over half of the missing in Virginia have no photographs. And who, who makes a report and doesn't provide a photograph of the kid that's missing? That makes no, absolutely no sense. Let's suppose... A photograph of the kid that's missing. That makes no, absolutely no sense. Can you do this for me, Mark? Um, can you take us through the 2016 numbers of missing kids? Because for those of us who closely follow Pizzagate and are well informed about the satanic circles in which many of these elite uh, appear to run, and guys, if you think I'm crazy, just check out how Jimmy Savile's pedophile crimes were covered up for decades because he was connected to Prince Charles and the Queen of England who knighted him. Now, and, and let me tell you, you couldn't look like a bigger stinking pedophile than that devil who's rotten in hell right now. This Jimmy Savile guy, I mean, he is the quintessential essence of poster boy, pedophile, pedophilic guy that you've ever seen. I mean, he was knighted. I mean, they gave him all these awards, you know, the Queen of England and all this stuff. 
Because if you're wicked, if you're evil, you get, you know, you'll get Satan's nod. You'll, you will get, you know, all of the trappings and the goodies that go along with that if you're in the right position governmentally. These pedophile circles, and by the way, the BBC has done a documentary about Jimmy Savile, uh, not only calling him a pedophile, but a child trafficker who trafficked children to elite in London. Jimmy Savile, far from being a lone predator, seemingly played an active role in supplying children to a network of child abusers in London. On the record. Uh, take us through these numbers, March, April, June, July, etc., because what I found interesting about your numbers that things get really scary right around Halloween time and the numbers balloon, don't they? Take us through these 2016 numbers of... Which just shows you what I was saying about the occult holidays. It's no accident that all this is going on. You know, I just, I really pray, one thing you can pray is, is that these pedophiles would be shown other pedophiles in hell and what they're going through. what How it's working out for them in hell. And and maybe, maybe that'll scare some of the... I, I mean, I... You never hear about pedophiles getting saved. You know what I mean? I've never heard a testimony of, well, I was a child molester for 40 years and I got saved. I'm not saying it couldn't happen, but I think it's the lowest likelihood of all demographics that could possibly get saved. But, I mean, you know, either God snuff these devils out or or, or, or show them hell, hang them out over hell for about an hour and, and let them see where their future is. If they, you know, I don't know. I'm just thinking of things to... Uh, that, that, that might uh, mitigate some of these uh, some of these devils doing what they're doing, you know. No, there's no fear of God is what it boils down to. Kids in Virginia. Okay, throughout the year, the numbers have been ramping up throughout 2016. I don't have the exact numbers for all the kids, but if I uh, include the kids whose photos have been included in their files, it gets even more bleak. So let's start with March. These are only the kids who have no photos attached, which, and for two, 2016, that is 182 children that is way higher than the total numbers for most of the other states in the union. So let's start with, with March. These are kids without photographs attached to their files. March, five kids missing. April, one. May, six kids missing. June, seven. July 3. <clears throat> Those are all numbers that uh, would be normal, fairly normal for a state that size. Let's get into August 8th. And there is clear I'm going to jump ahead a little bit this because this is such a long study I'm, I'm going to be doing that some of this is a little, uh, I'm not saying it's not important, but it's redundant. We've already went over the numbers. We already know that what's going on there. He's just breaking it down month by month. ...evidence of child trafficking. We know that this on the record from the Clinton Foundation covering up Laura uh, Silsby's involvement in what appeared to be the trafficking or attempted trafficking of 33 Haitian children. And this stuff is on the record. Again, Jimmy Savile in the UK, the Franklin cover-up, uh, the reports of underage pages being brought into the Bush-Reagan White House. This stuff. Yeah, Bush and Reagan. Okay, we're going to get into that too. Homosexual prostitution inquiry. This was in the front of the Washington Times. Homosexual prostitution inquiry ensnares v VIPs with Reagan and Bush. Call boys took midnight tour of White House. And they've got like credit card pay subs where they were paid and stuff. And this was in Bush, Bush and Reagan, okay? 
So nobody you think that's been in, in high office is what they seem, is, is the bottom line here. ...is now in the wide open because of Pizzagate. And guys, just to put this in perspective again, Virginia now, uh, based on the work of Mark here, appears to be number two in terms of total number of missing children, only to California, a state with many multiples higher population than Virginia. And uh, it's just shocking. This is it's shocking information, but I guess we shouldn't be shocked because if Pizzagate is real and we know that it is, we would expect children in that area to be missing, wouldn't we, Mark? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, in regards to Pizzagate, I know uh, other researchers have looked into this. Just the uh, uh, the fact that uh, uh, Tom at Ping Pong, all of their music shows are all-age shows. There's do serve alcohol, and all of their music shows, or at least the ones I've been able to look up so far, I sent you the one link to the um, to the music from um, uh, the one band, Heavy Breathing, <laughs> yeah. and it's really disturbing stuff. Right, and I, be, I so, believe that's the band that features the woman who sounds like a gay man who goes by the name Majestic Ape. Is that correct? She was the one that you heard earlier where she was like, they were screaming, little boys, little boys, and then she said, everybody has their preferences. And they were talking about pedophilia right on stage at Comet Ping Pong while they were performing there. Not so subtle right in your face, because, I mean, obviously anybody that was there <laughs> was probably a pedophile. Because she's the one that we have in video after video after video saying some extremely concerning things about babies being born and cords and euthanasia. Uh, and then we hear the crowd chime in with things like... <laughs> and little boys. And children. This seems to be a very uh, active part of the country and an active part of Washington, D.C., where these people gather and listen to really satanic-influenced music by the likes of people like Majestic Ape and Heavy Breathing. Uh, correct. And, the, and the, uh, the, um, the visuals on the, on the Heavy Breathing website are really disturbing as well. I didn't really get into the, the lyrics. Well, it's just, uh, go for something's what? wrong going Yeah, something, something's very wrong because, you know, people who are wired normally would not want to go to the basement of an establishment and listen to a beast like the Majestic Ape say the things she says and bring your kids because apparently these shows are advertised as being open to all ages. Does that sound like anything an appropriate parent would want to involve their children in? No, and it doesn't sound like anything uh, a normal adult would be interesting and interested in doing and, and and even going and enjoying music with a bunch of of underage kids around. It just doesn't sound that fun to me. Well, you know, I'll tell you what, Mark. Uh, it's researchers like you, the work of the people that were at Reddit that are now at VOAT, uh, carrying on that Reddit subreddit, Pizzagate Research. Uh, the researchers on YouTube, the Truth Media, which of course is being maligned by the mainstream mockingbird legacy media which is dying the ma mainstream mockingbirds will not report on pizzagate they will not report on the wikileaks podesta emails which suggest language coded language that they are using to talk about pedophilic practices they will not talk about the fact that john and tony podesta very closely resemble two computer-generated sketches of suspects that, that are being sought in the Madeleine McCain case, the little girl that went missing in Portugal. These people 
need to be put out of business because they are not doing the business of the people in this country. They're on the side of the pedophiles and the establishment and the gatekeepers. Uh, that's correct. And, uh, I, I, you know, as if the MSM wasn't bad enough, for them to actively try to cover something like this up, uh, it, it's, it's beyond words. Isn't it interesting to hear that somebody like Andrew Klein, allegedly the owner of Besta Pizza, that had a pedophile-shaped logo for the establishment, is also allegedly on the DOJ in one of these anti-child trafficking divisions. I mean, it is just convenient, isn't it? And again, let's just wrap this up. How many kids right now are missing from the state of Virginia, Mark? An hour ago, it was at 393. Now, another, another word about the Center for uh, Missing and Exploited Children. Granted, this isn't a government agency. This is privately run. I think it was started by John Walsh. But with their, with their numbers uh, claiming that they have a 95 to 97% uh, recovery rate. Um, if I didn't call and dig and ask people where those numbers came from and who I could talk to on the Virginia uh, numbers, and nobody knew, nobody knew where I could find out, counting a 95 to 97% recovery rate, if anybody went on there, they would assume that everything's okay. You know, yeah, we're missing a few here and there, but overall, all these kids are going home. And there's no evidence to suggest that whatsoever. So I have to wonder if it's just another government-connected agency that's, uh, you know, if they're with their number crunchers are, have been charged with painting pretty pictures for us. Well, again, a million people go missing in America every year. This is a tiny little fraction. All this is is window dressing. These websites, the national whatever Center for Missing and Exploited Children. It's window dressing. It's lies. And then they're saying they have this huge recovery rate. Garbage. Lies. Give me a break. Total lies. All this is here is to soothe people's conscience that would go on these sites and for them to think, oh, this isn't really any kind of problem. Look at this. When in reality, it is a gigantic problem of epic proportions that is totally being swept under the rug. Yeah, much like our stock market, our, our employment data, everything else doesn't seem to be real anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's continue on here. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me end part two here because I'm way over time. And we will go to part three next.